Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. June 12, 2019, the Hipster Antitrust Edition. First up, from the Financial Times, Deutsche Bank has threatened to axe 1,000 clients in a compliance push. Deutsche Bank uh, has said these clients will lose access to basic banking services within weeks because these clients have not provided documents needed to verify their identity. Seems like Deutsche Bank has finally gotten the memo that they have to move forward to uh, prevent shell companies from laundering money through their bank. Next up, from the Wall Street Journal. Canon and Toshiba were fined $5 million for evading pre-merger notification laws. The two Japanese companies agreed to create a program to comply with notification and other antitrust laws. We can only hope that they will have a monitor in place who will assure their compliance with this law, as uh, they pretty clearly uh, breached the law previously, or at least leading to this uh, fine and penalty. Next up, and the theme of our uh, podcast today, Hipster Antitrust. Brad Smith, a top lawyer at Microsoft when the company did its major antitrust battles with the U.S. and EU governments back in the 1990s, believes the attitudes about corporate monopolies are changing and this could bring a significant modification in the policies around antitrust. He said that regulators are starting to look beyond consumer prices to companies' overall behaviors as a test for anti-competitive behavior. He called this hipster antitrust, and it's defined as a view of antitrust that goes beyond the traditional consumer welfare standard to include a range of socioeconomic issues. Uh, It began as a tongue-in-cheek phrase, but it's now used by academics and even the ABA. Apparently, Mr. Smith, although having some knowledge of history going back 20 years, has not studied antitrust history fully, or he would recognize this is not hipster, but this is actually uh, 1900 standard oil. So, going to be interesting to see how all this plays out. And then, Forbes magazine. No doubt, one of the great business magazines, but certainly uh, not one prone to hyperpole. And they have a just damning article (coughs) entitled The Truth About Trump Tower, Moscow, How Trump Risked Everything for a Relatively Tiny Deal. Dan Alexander and Richard Behar have put together just a stunning piece for the magazine that's available online. They uh, ask uh, uh, three big questions. How How much money Trump would have made from the tower? Who was going to pay for it? And what the true risk would be to Trump. It's, I'm not quite sure how long it is, but it's a multi-page article. And the um, uh, questions raised uh, in this article and answered were certainly very damning to uh, Trump and his claim that he had shut down the Moscow uh, building operation prior to his um, previous statement. So check the article out. Uh, Great stuff. I hope you are listening to Trekking Through Compliance, my 79-episode exploration of the intersection of Star Trek, the original series, and compliance. It's uh, on the Compliance Podcast Network, so you can check it out. 
Uh, today and tomorrow, I have The Menagerie, Parts 1 and 2. I know you'll enjoy it. Synopsis of each episode. I hope you'll join me daily for Trekking Through Compliance. It will be available on Standard Channel's Megaphone, JD Supra, FCPA Compliance Report, the Compliance Podcast Network, Spotify, and a host of others. Finally, I'm pleased to note that I am now part of the C-Suite Radio Network, so check out one of the podcasts on C-Suite Radio.